Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience. The World Series is on the air. This is Ted Hughes speaking from Laban Field, Detroit, where the Detroit Tigers and St. Louis Cardinals are battling for the World Championship. The play-by-play descriptions of all the World Series games are brought to you with the compliments of the Ford Motor Company, Mr. Henry Ford, Mr. Edgel Ford, and your local Ford dealer, producers and distributors of Ford and Lincoln cars and Ford trucks. The sponsors will be amply repaid if you get enjoyment from these broadcasts. In order that you might hear the play-by-play description of this game in its entirety, the Paris Medicine Company has kindly omitted its regular afternoon broadcast. On behalf of the Ford Motor Company and the Columbia Network, it's a pleasure to be sitting here at the ballpark watching everything that goes on before the game. And for that matter, contemplating everything that the pleasure doubles. All last night, the three chains rolled over the rail neighborhood, while ballpark turned in early and press men either filed stories or swapped songs and sayings. The fact that this is a musical world series seemed to come more strongly to my mind. On the one side of the rhythm of the clicking wheels and rails, you can hear that cardinal train grinding out that great old classic. Stop that tiger, take that tiger. And it seemed to grow louder and louder. On the other side, you can hear that wailing moan of the downhearted fans getting an undercurrent of that great old classic of the 49th State of the Union. Got the blues, got the blues, got the St. Louis blues. And that made the count of melody and tempo. But this is a series based on musical terminology goes further. In the fact that the Tiger fans who rose at dawn to meet the homecoming American leaguers at the station greeted those ball hustlers with a note of appreciation that whipped through the stiff morning air in a grand crescendo. And that's how this morning, as we wended that quite weary way to Navin Field, the sun shining and the weather zippy enough to make your step light and airy, we sang a song of satisfaction over the World Series of 1934. It's been full of all kinds of baseball and no end of good fun. Unfortunately, the fall classic may end today. And the pitcher for the Tigers today will be none other than master schoolboy Roy himself. His is the awesome figure of a colossal road who stands between the Cardinals at a chance at another game tomorrow. But you never can tell. Baseball is and always will be a game entirely dependent upon the support given a pitcher by the men who line up behind him. Now on the other side of the fence will be Paul Daffy Dean, the younger member of the Brothers Dean family, which curled the charge to a surprise pennant in the National League this year. And in between them are the possessors of two victories and one defeat in this present or thumbnail classic that has now reached the sixth game. Paul trimmed the Tigers in the third game of the series in very workmanlike fashion and may be able to do so again today if the Tigers get what are known as the breaks, such as the third up to them in that now distinctly and distantly removed first game of the series, which is played here October the 3rd, when the entire Tiger infield bobbled this and that the cards an 8-3 victory behind his team. Verging upon their greatest achievement in Major League Baseball, that in being one game from the first World Championship ever owned by a Tiger Town baseball man, these self-same Bengals are on the threshold of immortality today. With the great schoolboy hanging his plans in his shoes of the almost demoralized forces of the Redbirds, the local citizens are hysterically acclaiming Mickey Cotton and all the lads as our next World Champion, thus giving the Redbirds no quarter. But Frankie's a Fordham class Chris has his own ideas of that, too. No believer in odds which are overwhelmingly against him, the playing manager of the visiting team boldly declares that powerhouse hitting will blast the giant schoolboy off the hilltop and pave way for the triumphant rush of the Redbirds to the two victories needed to give him and his red-breasted birds that coveted championship flag. The interest is not only with the spectator and the readers, 
as much as it is with those distantly removed from the park. It turned upon every word, excited thousands of sporting telegrams and letters regarding the serious state. The magic of the names of Wallace Fury, Jimmy Dunn, and other screenies, or bandsmen such as Bernie Cummins and Johnny Hamp, or even interesting news talks like Jimmy Coughlin, have had an electrifying effect in bringing the world close upon us as we sit in these press boxes and send out the progress of the ball game. Everywhere at every place, the game had attractive listening posts, and the appreciation of the fan, large or small, has been a source of gratification to Pat Flanagan and Paul Flop, who are cooperating in bringing the ball game to you play by play. There's a fact of information behind this course, and there's observations enough to pass around to everyone. For that purpose, we shall give you Pat Flanagan, whose insights and sidelights will refresh your memory and bring you up to date on the 1934 World Series. And there you are, Pat. How about you, ladies and gentlemen? During the regular season, a fan always yells, what's his batting average? When a ball player is mentioned. The ball player asks, how does he hit in the clinches? They want to know if he hits with men on bases or is what they call a lonely hitter. Now, looking at the series so far, we find St. Louis as a team without hitting Detroit, 46 hits to 43, and has a team batting average of 251, compared with the Tigers, 235. St. Louis shows five hitters, four of them regular, hitting well over 300. Detroit has four, three of them regular, hitting above the 300 mark. But what then is the difference that shows Detroit ahead three to two on games? Pitching for one thing, errors for another, and hitting when the men are on faces for the third. Now, what does that we find that the Cardinal pitchers have walked twice as many men as have the Tiger players. 22 to 11 to be exact. The Tiger pitchers as a whole have used a better campaign to take. The fireball is all right at times, but the curve of the slow ball is just as effective. Today's game has two possibilities. A draw for the Cards or a world championship for the Tigers. And your guess is just as good as mine. Now the pitchers for today show Paul Dean. The boy from Holdenville, Oklahoma. The youngster who bats and throws right-handed, who won his game in the series, and who sends his winners in Houston, Texas. His greatest claim to fame in this year of 1934 was the fact that he took a no-hit game. During the season, he campaigned mostly against the Giants and found them very easy, and turned up with 19 to keep and 11 defeats as a first-year man. Linwood's schoolboy Rose, the greatest claim to fame this year, is the fact that he won 16 6. But the Philadelphia Athletics spoiled that 17 points. However, he turned up with 24 victories and 8 defeats. And he showed beautiful pitching in the game that he won just a few days ago. And ladies and gentlemen, that concludes my part of this program here at the present time. So I'm going to turn the microphone over to Frank Locke who will tell you what is going on in this ball game, play by play. This is the lineup for the average as we show on. All right, Frank. Thank you, Pat. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. And we're all set to go here in just a few moments now in the sixth game of this World Series, which at the first time leads three victories for the Detroit Tigers and two for the Cardinals. And here's the probable starting lineup for this afternoon. We have the scorecards and pencil ready. We'll call them and give you a chance to dot them down. For Detroit, White, center field. Cochran, catcher. Geringer, second base. Goslin, left field. Rogel, short. Greenberg, first base. Owen, third. Fox, right. And Joel Pitt. 
the Cardinals, Archer third base, Rock Rock right field, Swish second base, Medwick left field, Holland first base. The steering is going up, they just call off the lineup and announce roll as the pitcher. Got a big hand from the Detroit Panthers. Collins will be at first base for the Cardinals. The Lancer is set. And either Orcati or Fullerton Center will get that in just a moment. The Rocher Short and Paul Dean will be on the firing line. The Lancer will do the checking. Just call that out. Orcati Center, the Rocher Short and Paul Dean pitch. The umpires will be Clem working at the plate. Geisel at first. Risen at second. And Owen... Owen at third. Pauline also got a nice share from the fans. Nice hand because his name was called off as the starting pitcher for St. Louis this afternoon. This is the first time that two winning pitchers are meeting in the series. Rose is a national Right-handed hitter. 
set to go. Martin is stepping in the batter's box. The right-handed hitter. Rowe is on the mound getting his signal from Mickey Cochran. And this pitch game is just about to get on the way. Rowe gets his signal. Sanchez wind up to the pitch. There's the first one to march. And foul. Back up into the press spot. Back of the plate. And the count is one strike on top of Martin. And up back when Tosses out a new ball to Rowe. Rowe is standing back off the mound. Rubbing his cross off. He's coming back in on the rubber. Getting a signal again from Cochran. One strike to the count. Starts to wind up for the next pitch. Here it is. Wide and low, ball one. Makes the count reach one and one. One and one on top of Martin. And for St. Louis, the first half of the first inning. Goes on the mound again, starts the old wind up for the next pitch. Here it comes, and it's a foul ball going down the right field line up on top of the stand. And the count is two strikes and one ball on Martin. Now the new ball tossed out to low. Martin steps back out of the batter's box. Gonzalez is coaching at third. Fort St. Louis wears at first. Rose coming back in on the mound. Set the signal from the count. the count of two strikes and one ball. Martin is wind up for the pitch. There it is, and a fly ball going down back of the pitcher's mound. Owen is after it, and he makes the catch about halfway between the pitcher's mound and second base on his first out. Barton pops out to Owen. One away, and that brings up Rob Rock. The Cardinal right fielder quick at batting left-handed against Rowe. Rob Rock is hitting 143 in the third. Great on deck. Rose Sanchez wind up for the initial pitch to Rob Rock, and he punts one down the third base line. Owen is after with the ball rolls foul. Ball rolls foul before it got to third, and it's one strike on Rob Rock. One strike is a count. A new ball is tossed out for Owen, and waiting on Rob Rock to get back to the plate. This is the first half of the first inning. One down, nobody off. Strike of the count is on the mound again. That's for the next pitch. Here it comes. And it's a drive down the right field line. It's there. Just inside of the line. It comes Rock Rock racing for second base. Here's a throw and he's safe at second with a double. Rock Rock doubles down the right field line. That brings up manager Frankie Frick. Marco manager and second baseman, another switch hitter. Batting left handed against Rowe. And his average in the series is 227. Goes on the mound, he got the signal from Cochran, holds it, here's the pitch. Back horn call on three. Medwick on deck. This is the first half of the first inning. One, one strike is a count on Frankie Frick. Goes on the mound again, got the signal, here's the next one. And it's a ground ball, it's a line drive down to Owen. He does a nice catch, a line drive from Frankie Frick, is back to Owen in third base. He didn't have any chance to double lap out there. Young just couldn't get over to the back fast enough. The play was made too quick. Two down, three, line out to Owen at third. That brings up Joe Medwick, the Cardinal left fielder, right-handed hitter. Hitting 381 in the series. Goes on the mound, he gets set. Here's the first pitch, and it's a drive out to right field. Or a hit, here comes Rock Rock coming in, here's the throw. And he's in with a run, and Medwick goes down to second on the throw to play. Two to play. Medwick singles to right, Rock Rock scoring. And on Foster's throw to the plate, Medwick moves down to second. Run in, two down, Medwick on second base, and Rip Collins is up. Michael, first baseman, a switch hitter, batting left-handed against Rowe. 
Had a beautiful diving stop on that ball, but not a chance to get Cochran at first. It's a hit for Cochran, he's on first base, and that brings up Charlie Garringer. Charlie Garringer is up. The Detroit second baseman. Left hand is hit. One man down. Cochran on first base. Garringer batting. Garringer hitting 381. So far in the series. Paul Dean's on the mound. Gets up for the first pick. Here it is. Outside, ball one. One ball is a count on Garinger. Holding on the mound again, yep. And here's the next one, a ground ball going down to straight. And he's out at first, straight to Powell. Backlund advancing to second. Backlund is on second base, one away, or rather two away. And that brings up two stars on the back of the left fielder, a left-handed hitter. Stalker is hitting 286 in the series. Two down, making Cochran down on second base. Stalker batting a left-handed hitter, Rogel on deck. This is the last half of the first inning. Or it's one to nothing St. Louis so far. Holding on the mound, here's the pitch, and he swung at it. Strike one on Garvin. One strike on Goose Garvin. With two down. That's been down on second base. We're in the last half of the first inning. Holding on the mound again, getting a signal from Delancey. Standing there in the rubber, getting set for the delivery. That's been coming off the second a little bit. Here's the next one. And it's a good down to Martin. Martin knocks the ball down. Going back, like it's fancy. No, he goes right up the book. The screen makes a beautiful catch. 
It looks like it was going into the sand for a home run. Dawson went right back against the screen and made a very nice catch. One away. One away, and Orsani is up. Ernie Orsani is up. Cardinal Benefield hitting 333 so far in the third. That's left-handed. One down. Both charges wind up. Here's the first pitch to Orsani. A foul to the left of the plate into the sand. One strike. The new ball is tossed there. One strike is a count on Orsani. Goes on the mound again. It's got the old wind-up for the next pitch. Here it is. And it's a ground ball down to Owen. Owen comes up with it. And he's out at first. Owen to Greenberg. for the second out. Two down. Two down, and that brings up DeRocher, the Cardinal shortstop. DeRocher's average for the series, 111. Right-handed hitter. He followed by Paul D. This is the first half of the second inning. And the score is one to nothing St. Louis at the present line. Go takes his position on the mound, getting a signal from Godwin. Winding up. And the ground ball going down to third base. Owen comes in, he makes a nice scoop up. And he threw the ball into the dirt at first base, and Greenberg makes a nice scoop up. Two nice plays on one ball there. As we try to decide, the Rocher out, Owen to Greenberg. On the third out, we're trying to decide. And the result of the first half of the second inning show, no run, no hit, and no left. Quite a contrast there in the fielding in that inning from what happened out here in the first game and also in the fourth game in St. Louis. Dawson making a nice catch there on the first ball on Delancey. And then Owen coming up with a beautiful stop there on DeRozier's slow roll. He's on the mound warming up for Delancey. But going into the last half of the second inning, St. Louis leading... By a score of one to nothing, Rogel, the back of shortstop, will be the first man up. Greenberg on deck, and Owen will be the third hit. The infield is tossing the ball around. Rogel standing to the right of the plate. There goes Delancey's throw down to second, and we're all set to go. The last half of the second inning coming up. Rogel is the only switch in the Tiger lineup, batting left-handed against Paul Lee. Paul Lee is on the mound. Getting a signal from Delancey. We're all set to go. Start the old wind-up for the initial pitch. Here it comes, and it's strike one call. Last one right through the center. One strike is a count on Rogel. Balding winding up for the next one. Ball inside and low. The count is one and one. One ball and one strike on Rogel. This is the last half of the second inning. Get the old signal again. And here's the next pitch. Ball two, it was outside. Two balls and one strike. Two balls and one strike in the count on Rogel. Ball in on the mound. Starts the old wind-up. Strike. Ball. They counted two and two. Two balls and two strikes. Two balls and two strikes. This is the first hitter for the Tigers in the last half of the strike. Ball in starts his wind-up. Here's the pitch. Ball three outside, three and two. This is the one. Got to be in there this time. This is the one that tells the story. The count is three and two. On the mound, getting a signal. Winding up for the pick. 
And he went down swinging. Rogel has struck out. Bobby on his allowed. Rogel struck out. That brings up Hank Greenberg. The Tiger first baseman, a right-handed hitter. And Greenberg in the series is hitting 350. That's right-handed. Holding on deck. Aldine starts the old wind-up to the pitch. All one inside. One ball is a count on Greenberg. Aldine on the mound again. Starts the old wind-up to the next one. Here's the pitch and another high one. Ball two and no strikes on Greenberg. Two balls and no strikes with one man down. Nobody on. This is the last half of the second inning. Baylor's leading at the present time by a score of one to nothing. Getting one run in the first inning. Pauline starts his wind-up. Here's the pitch. Strike. He's going at it. And the count is two balls and one strike on Greenberg. Two balls and one strike is the count on Hank Greenberg. Setting a signal again for the next one. Two balls and one strike. Here it comes. And he took another cut. And the count is even up two and two. and two strikes. He's winding up. Here's the pitch. And he went down swinging. Greenberg struck out for the second out. Two down. And that brings up Marvin Owen, the Tiger, third baseman, a right-handed hitter. Owen in the series is hitting 95. The season average, 316. Had a beautiful stop out there in the first half of the second that picked up on DeRocher's ball. It's the first pitch to all to follow into the stands, the upper tier, back to the plate, four one strike. Two down, nobody on. This is the last half of the second. A new ball is tossed out to Paul Dean. It's on the mound. Starts the old wind up for the pitch. Here it is. And it's a ground ball. Going down the third. Martin takes it. And he's out at first. Martin to Collins. 43rd out retiring the side. A result, the last half of the second inning shows no run. No hits and no errors. And the score going into the first half of the third. The St. Louis one, Detroit nothing. The Ford Motor Company is sending you the broadcast of the World Series game. First half of the third inning coming up. And the first man up for St. Louis will be Paul Lee. He'll be followed by Pepper Martin and then Rock Rock. Dean hasn't had any hits in the series so far. Joe is on the mound. Making his preliminary throws with Mickey Thompson. While Detroit infield is tossing the ball around. Here comes Paul Dean now, strolling out to the mound. Getting a nice hand from the fans. The right-handed batter. Joe is taking his position on the mound. Paul Dean steps into the batter's box. We're all set to go. This is the first half of the third inning score. One to nothing, St. Louis. Goes on the rubber, getting the signal from Mickey Cochran. Starts the old wind-up for the initial pitch. Here it comes. And it's a hot rounder down the first baseline. Greenberg comes up with it. Runs over, touching the back, making the foot out. Unassisted. Aldine is out to Greenberg at first. Unassisted. One away. And uh, that brings up Pepper Martin. Cardinal third baseman, a right-handed hitter. Martin on his other appearance in the first inning. Pops out to Owen, who made the catch back of the pitcher's mound. Right-handed hitter, Rock Rock on deck. The umpires are calling time for a moment. The fans get the overthrow call for the rail 
and scatter some people out the back of the screen way down the right field line. One down, nobody on, and Apple Martin up. Umpire Geisel is walking about halfway out there. There's a bunch of boys sitting up on top of the fence out there. They're making them all move out of there. Evidently, it's bothering the hitters running up the plate, facing that direction. So, in the meantime, they're still tossing a few back and forth with Mickey Cochran. We just about got him cleared out there. They're building the top seats in the park. They're doing a very good business this afternoon. They're absolutely jammed. Every window and the roof and up on top of signs and everything else. Still waiting to get the youngsters off of the fence down the right field line. They're all set. Umpire guys are coming back in the first place. Apple Martin stepping into the batter's box. There's one down. Nobody on. Out at the first half of the third. Rose on the mound. He got the signal. He's winding up. And here's the first pitch. Strike one called on Martin. Rock, rock on deck. One strike of the count on Martin. Rose winding up again. Here's the next one. Ball inside and high. One and one. One ball and one strike on top of Martin. First half of the third inning. St. Louis leading one to nothing. All two, outside and low, he was tempted, though he came very near swinging. The count is two balls and one strike. Two balls and one strike on top of Martin. And here's the next one. And it's a hot grounder down to Ganger. Ganger comes up with it, he's out at first. Ganger to Greenberg, 40 second out. Two down. Two down, and that brings up Rob Rock is up, Cardinal, right fielder. This is their second offense. The play to got a double down the right field line in the first inning. Adams scored a little later on Nedwick's single to right center. Those touches wind up for the first pitch to Rock Rock. Inside, ball one. First half of the third inning. Goes back on the mound again, starting his wind up for the next pitch. Here it comes. Oh, back of the plate. And they counted one and one on Rock Rock. One ball and one strike with two down, nobody off. New ball tossed off to Rory, standing back to the mound, nothing he's lost off. Puts on his twelve down, steps back up on the mound. Gets his signal from Cochran, he's winding up to the pitch. Here it is, on a ground ball, going back over his head, down back to second, Geringer is after, and he is over first. Geringer juggled the ball after getting it back to second, but I think you'll get credit for a hit. It's a hit. It's an infield hit for Rock Rock. He's on first base with two down, and pushes up. It was a hard ball for Geringer to field going over back of second base. He knocked the ball down, but not a chance to get the runner. First batting, left-handed. Rock Rock on first, rolls on the mound, getting set. Here's the pitch, and it's a ground ball down to Geringer, and he makes a nice stop, and he's on it first. Geringer to Greenberg. He went back on the grass, making a beautiful stop on that one, and tossed Fridge out at first base for the out. The result, the first half of the third inning show, no run. One hit and no error. And the score reads one to nothing in favor of St. Louis. Going into the last half of the third inning, 
And this is the Columbia Broadcasting System. This is the WBBM Air Theater, Wrigley Building, Chicago. Back at Naven Field in Detroit, going into the last half of the third inning. And Pete Fox, the Tiger, right fielder, will be the first man up for right-handed hit. Followed by schoolboy Rowe and then Jojo White. Score is one to nothing St. Louis. There's a throw down to second base for all sets to go. Umpire Clem is dusting off the plate. Fox batting the right-handed hitter, getting exactly 238 so far in the series. Aldine winding up. Here's the first one of foul. Back of the plate up against the screen, and the count is one strike on Fox. Two ball tossed out to Aldine. He's back on the mound again to get his signal from Delancey. One strike. That's the old wind-up to the pitch. Here it is. And at the pop fly. Going down back of the pitcher's mound. DeRocher is after it. And he makes the catch for the out. Fox popped out to DeRocher, who made the catch back of the pitcher's mound. One away, and that brings up schoolboy Rowe. Rowe is getting a big hand as he strolls out to the plate. Rowe hit 314 during the season. He hasn't had any hits in the series so far. That's right-handed. Followed by Jojo White. Aldine's winding up, and here's the first pitch to roll. Strike one, he swung at it. One strike is the count on roll. Aldine winding up for the next one. Ball, it was low, one and one. One ball and one strike. and it's outside and high. Ball two and strike one. And the other game that Rowe pitched struck out four out of four. Two balls and one strike on Rowe. One man down. Dean is winding up for the next one. And it's a foul ball. Going down the first baseline. Collins is going after it, but it's into the stand. Into the stand. And the count is even up now. Two strikes and two balls. Strikes and two balls. A new one is tossed in. Going around the Cardinal infield. And Martin is just now tossing the ball into Paul Lee. Two balls and two strikes on roll. One man down. Nobody on. This is the last half of the third. Paul Lee starts the old wind-up for the pitch. And he goes down swinging. Roll strikes out. Forty second out. Two down. And that brings up Jojo White, the Tiger center fielder, a left-handed hitter. That's four strikeouts for D. White is up, left-handed hitter with two down, nobody off. This is the last half of the third inning. So the St. Louis one, Detroit nothing at the present time. All these on the mound getting a signal from Delancey. Winding up for the first pitch to White. Here it comes. Outside and low. One ball is a count on Jojo White. Start the old wind up again for the next pitch. Here it is. Ball two. Outside. Two balls and no strikes on White. Two balls and no strikes with two down. Nobody off. Back on the mound. Gets the signal from Delancey. White's the left handed hitter. Struck out on his other attempt to play the first inning. And here's the next pitch. Ball three. Wide. 
Three and nothing on JoJo White. Three balls and no strike. Three and nothing is the count. Winding up for the pitch. Ball four outside on JoJo White walks on four straight pitches. And that brings up Mickey Conklin. That's the first base on ball to be issued in the game. Goes to JoJo White, and incidentally, JoJo White has probably had more walks than anyone else in the series. Makes the seventh base on ball that White has drawn during the series. Mickey Cochran batting, got a single in the first inning, left-handed hitter. Aldean on the mound getting set, there goes the throw to first base, but White is back to the bag. White is on first base, two down, and Cochran batting. Geringer on deck, Aldean's on the mound, here's the pitch, and there he goes down to second, and he's... Now one and one. 
run that he just scored here a moment ago was about the same as he did in one previous game there. In the fourth game, when he got on, stole the base, he came all the way around the third, and then came in on a wild pitch. However, he got around that far this time and scored on Cochran's ground ball down to Collins there that went as an infield hit. Aldean went over to cover the bag, and he beats the throw by a fraction. And it went as a hit for Cochran, makes two hits for Cochran, and White scored the tying run. They're running out to the first eight kid out first base line now. The trainer is out there who worked on Cochran. All of the players off of both teams are gathered out around the first base line. Hayworth is warming up down in front of the Detroit dugout. In case Catherine doesn't stay in the game, I Hayworth will go in to do the catch. And one play is resumed. Charlie Geringer will be the hitter for the Tigers with Mickey Cochran on first base. Of course, providing that he stays in the game, is able to stay up. They're still working on him. Down around the first base line. All the players are gathered out there. Both teams, all with the exception of the outfielders. Delancey is coming back to the plate. Paul Dean coming back out to the mound. Evidently to take a few preliminary throws and keep warmed up a little. Buzzy Wears, the Cardinal coach, came out to say a few words to Paul Dean on the mound. Cochran is coming up on his feet and... They're walking him around now, whether he's going to try to stay in or not. Getting a big hand from the fans as he gets up and walks around. Baker and Perkins, the two coaches, are walking him around out there. Evidently, he's going to try and stay in. And Geringer will be the hitter one play as a result. Charlie Geringer, the Tigers' second baseman, a left-handed hitter. Mickey Cochran evidently is going to stay in. He's going back over on first base. The players are coming back. There's two or three of them staying out around the back of the episode. Geringer on his other appearance at the plate in the first inning was thrown out at first by Frankie Frick. Score is tied, one and one. One ball, a rather... One-on-one is the count with a man on first base. Geringer up. Cochran's going to stay in. Getting set to go. Watson coming back out of third base. Geringer steps into the batter's box. Baker back over third. The coach at the third base line for the Tigers. Perkins at first. And we're all set to go. Paul Dean is on the mound getting a signal from Delancey. Getting set for the delivery. Here's the pitch. And it's strike one call on Geringer. One strike as a count on Charlie Geringer. This is the last half of third. Cochran's taking the lead off first. Here's the next pitch. Strike two, another one called on Geringer. Two strikes as a count on Charlie Geringer. Mickey Cochran on first base. All teams on the mound. Just a signal from Delancey. It's all set for the delivery. Here's the pitch. And a foul over near the Tiger dugout. Ball is this. this is the last half of the third inning. Score tied, one and one. 
Aldean takes his position on the mound. Getting a single from Delancey for the next pitch. Two strikes to the count. Up goes his arm. He's all set. Here it is. Ball outside and high. Two strikes and one ball. That one came very near being a wild pitch. Aldean goes to the rosin bag. He's back on the mound again. Two strikes and one ball is the count. All set. Here it is. And it's a drive going out to deep right. Rock Rock is after it. And he takes care of it for the third out, retiring the side. Ganger out on a fly out to Rock Rock in right field. A result for the last half of the third inning still one run, one hit, and one error. Which was charged up to Frankie Freight. Now the score as we go into the first half of the fourth is tied up one and one. And that's the end of the third inning of this World Series baseball game between the Cardinals and the Tigers, being played here at Navin Field, Detroit. This broadcast comes to you with the compliments of the Ford Motor Company and the Ford Dealers of America. And back to the ball game with Frank Law. The first half of the fourth inning coming up, White is getting a big hand as he goes out to his position in center field. Rowe is on the mound, warming up with Hayworth until Mickey Cochran gets on his catching turf and Aiden gets out to the plate. The first man to face roll here in the first half of the fourth inning will be Medley. Jackson is getting a big hand now as he comes out to the plate. Medley, first man up for the Cardinals in the first half of the fourth. With a score tied one and one. Right-handed hitter. Medwick has one hit so far in the game. One out of one. Getting the single in the first inning. Lowe is taking his position on the mound. Getting a single from Mickey Coughlin. Starts the old wind-up for the first pitch to Medwick. All one. He started to swing. Changed his mind. The pitch was low. One ball is a count on Medwick. Rip Collins on deck. Lowe starts the old wind-up for the next one. Here's the pitch. Strikes. He swung at it. One and one. One ball and one strike on Medley. One ball and one strike. Score tied up. One and one. The first half of the fourth. Goes on the mound again. He starts the old wind-up for the next pitch. Here it comes. And it's a ground ball back over his head. Going out to center field. For a hit. And Medley is on first base. Medley gets a single to center. That's his second hit. Two straight hits for Medley. And that brings up Rip Collins, the Cardinal first baseman. Which hitter batting left-handed. Collins was out on a fly out to Fox in right field in the first inning. Delancey on deck. Rose on the mound, getting set for the first pitch to Collins. Starting left-handed. Here it comes. Strike one call. One strike of the count on Rip Collins. This is the first half of the fourth. Ball game is tied up one and one. One strike. Goes back on the mound again. Set for the next one. Here's the pitch. Ball inside and high, one on one. One ball and one strike on this tower. No Medley on first base, nobody out. Goes on the mound again, steps to the next pit. Here it is, behind the ground ball, down to Gallagher, Gallagher throws to the O'Gall, at second base, forcing Medley. Medley forced out of second base, going to O'Gall. Allen's on first base, result of the Peter Stoyt, and Delancey is up. Delancey is up. Cardinal catcher. He was out on the fly, out to Garvin, 
On his first trip to the plate of the second inning. Orsatti on deck. This is the first half of the fourth inning. Four times one and one. Allen's on first base. One man down. Orsatti takes his position on the mound again. Gets his signal from Thompson. For the first trip to Zelensky. There it is. Ball outside. One ball is a count on Delancey. One ball is a count on Delancey. Goes back on the mound again. Got the signal for the next one. Here's the pitch. Fire. Up on top of the stands to the left of the plate. And the count is one and one. One ball and one strike on Delancey. One and one is a count. Ball and one strike. Joe takes his position on the mound. Gets his signal from Conklin. Here it comes. And a foul. Back against the screen. The count is two strikes and one ball. Two strikes and one ball is a count on Delancey with one man down and this foul is down on first base. Goes on the mound. Gets the old signal for the next pitch.
That brings up Rogel, the backer shortstop. Woods hitter, starting left-handed against Pauley. The second appearance is played, he struck out in the second inning. Followed by Greenberg. One down, nobody on the last half of the fourth. All beat on the mound, start the old wind-up for the first pitch. Here it comes, right one, call on Rogel. One strike on Rogel with one down, nobody on the last half of the fourth inning. Aldine gets his signal, he's winding up. And it's a foul ball. Going over to the right of the plate, Delancey is after it. And he makes the catch for the second out. Rogel fouled out to Delancey. Two down, that brings up Hank Greenberg, the Tiger third baseman, a right-handed hitter. Greenberg struck out on his other appearance to play the second inning. He'll be followed by Owen. Clem is looking the ball over. Two down. Aldean on the mound. Dodgers wind up for the first pitch to Greenberg. Ball one. Wide. One ball is a count on Greenberg. This is the last down for the fourth. So it's tied up one and one. He's on the mound again. Gets the old signal for the next one. Winding up. And here it comes. And it's a fly ball. Going down the left field line. It's going foul. Martin is after it. And DeRosa makes the catch. Martin has catch the ball. And DeRosa came in back of it. And made the catch down the left field line. For the third out. Retiring his drive. That one was rather funny there. The way that worked out. The result. The last half of the fourth inning. The show. No runs. No hits. And... No errors, and the score reads one and one, going into the first half of the fifth inning. This broadcast is spoken by the makers of Ford and Lincoln Cars and Ford Trucks. First half of the fifth inning coming up. St. Louis is back, and DeRocher will be the first man with Dean on deck, and Martin the third hitter. Throw is out on the mound. Stockman just strolling out to the plate. Takes the preliminary throws while the Tiger infield tosses the ball around. Both pitchers are pitching great falls so far in this game. Throw is allowed four hits, and Paul Dean is allowed two. Dean has walked one man, where Rowe hasn't walked any. Leo DeRoche is the first man up for St. Louis in the first half of the fifth inning. Second time at the plate in this game. He's thrown out by Owens in the second inning. Rowe is on the mound, getting his signal. Starts the old wind-up for the first pitch to DeRocher. Here it comes. And it's a ground ball. Down the gang to knock the ball down. And there goes the play, but it's too late to get him. And it looks like it'll be recorded as a hit for DeRocher. It's a hit for DeRocher, and he's on first base. Yosher gets a hit off of Geringer's glove back at second. He's on first base. Geringer came very near making a beautiful stop on that one. He went over that 24 to get a hold of that ball. Rather than knock it down. Paul Dean coming up to the plate. The second appearance, he grounded out to Greenberg on the in the third inning. Right-handed hitter with Yosher on first base. Martin on deck. 
On the mound getting set for the first pitch to Baldy. And he puts one down the first base lane. Greenberg picks up the ball and runs back to the bag, making the put out unassisted. Baldy came very near putting a pass from there. Greenberg was flying down to the back, slowing up, paying interception. Baldy picks up speed and he does like the fracture of beating Greenberg to the back. Derosier is out of second. One down, and Pepper Martin is up. One down, Pepper Martin batting. This is Martin's third appearance to play. He hasn't any hit so far in this game. Popped out to Warren in the first inning, which made the catch back to the pitcher's mound. And in the third inning, he was thrown out at first by Charlie Gerringer. Derosier down on second base. One man down, Martin batting with Rock Rock on deck. And this is the first half of the trip with the score tied one and one. Goes on the mound, getting set for the first pitch to Martin. Here it comes. Strike one, call. One strike on Papa Martin. First half of the fifth inning. Derosa down on second base. Low takes his position on the mound again, getting set for the next pitch. Here it comes. And it's a good hit. Out to right field, a ground single. Here comes Derosa. Osmond is coming in with a throw. Here it comes. And he's in with a run of the ball against Mike Hoffman. Going back to the screen. And Martin comes all the way around. Back in 
Maven Field in Detroit. Going into the last half of the fifth inning with the Tigers at bat. And Marvin Owen, the Tigers third baseman, will be the first man up with Pete Fox on deck and schoolboy Rose in the hole. Alvin is on the mound, warming up with Delancey. Marvin Owen standing right for the plate there, waiting for him to make his throw down, and the umpire to call play ball in the start. There goes the throw down to Frazier's second. Owen steps into the batter's box. The umpire is dusting off the plate. And we're all set to go in the last half of the fifth inning. Owen's second appearance is played, and the second inning he was thrown out of first by Pepper Martin. Alvin starts his line up for the first pitch to Owen. Right, he swung at it, and how? He had all the intentions in the world of lifting that one right out in the bleachers. One strike is a count on Owen. Aldine on the mound again, getting a signal from Delancey. Winding up to the next pitch. Here it comes, and it's a fly ball going out to center field. Or Sonny has answered, and he takes care of it for the first out. Owen out, on a fly out to Orsani in center. One away, that brings up Pete Park, they tag their right field. Boxes up, this is second appearance. He pops out to DeRocher, back to the pitcher's mound in the third inning. Row on deck. The last half of the fifth. Aldine's on the mound, he's winding up to the pitch. Here it comes. All one inside. One ball is a count on Fox. One ball is a count, the last half of the fifth inning. He's winding up, here's the next one. Foul back against the tree. One and one. Ball and one strike on Fox with one down, nobody off. Aldine's on the mound again. Start the old windup for the next pitch. Here it comes. All two outside and low. Two balls and one strike. Two balls and one strike as a count on Fox. He starts his windup. Here's the pitch. And it's a fly ball. Going out to center field. Orsani is after it. And he takes care of it for the second out. Fox flies out to Orsani and center. Two straight foot out for Orsani. And that brings up schoolboy Rowe. Rowe coming up to the plate. The second appearance. He struck out in his third inning. The right-handed hitter. Scores now 3-1 in favor of St. Louis. Aldine's on the mound. He's winding up to the pitch. Strike one calls. One strike is a count on roll. Aldine on the mound again. Winding up to the next one. And it's a drive out to center field. And Orsani makes a beautiful running cut coming over to left center. On his third out, this time to the side. Well, we'd expect that one hard. It looks like a nice double going out there. There's a peculiar inning. Orsani and Sarnafield gets all three put out. That ties the record in the third. And going into this third, the result right there is no run, no hits, no runs. And going into the first half of the set, the score reads Taylor 3, Detroit 1. The nationwide broadcast of the World Series games are brought to you by the Ford Motor Company. First half of the sixth inning coming up, and Joe Medwick will be the first man up for the same the right-handed hitter. He has two hits out of two trips, and with this appearance of the plate, if he gets a single, he will break the record on the most number of singles in a series. He'll be followed by Rick Collins, and then Delancey, the same old captain. 
Anderson stepping into the batter's box. There's one man down. Aldean is on first base. Joe is taking his position on the mound. Getting his signal from Patron. For the first pitch to Martin. Joe set. Here it is. And it's a fly ball. Going out to short right. And White is after it. And he takes care of it. For the second out. Martin is out on a fly out to, or rather to Fox in right. Forty second out. Two down, that brings up Rob Rock. They start off right field. Rob Rock has two hits out of three tips. Getting a double in the first inning, a single in the third. It was thrown out by Rogel in the fifth. Holding on first base, Rob Rock batting. Batting left-handed against Roll. Roll's getting set for the pitch. Here it comes. Ball outside and low. One ball is the count on Rob Rock. Rolls on the mound again, set for the next one. Here's the pitch, and it's a ground ball, down to Owen. Owen has it, and he's out at first. Owen to Greenberg for the third out, retiring the side. The result of the first half of the seventh inning is one run, two hits, and no errors. And St. Louis is again in the lead by a score of four to three, going into the last half of the seventh inning. We have time for station identification. This is a Columbia Broadcasting System. This is the WBBM Air Theater, Wrigley Building, Chicago. Again, set. Here's the next one. And he bumps one. 
Delancey is out at first to sacrifice. Out Delancey to Fritz, who covers the bag. Advancing Fox to third. Wind up. Here's the pitch. And it's a ground ball. Coming down. 
down to third. Rojo takes it on a big hop. And he is out at first. Rojo to Greenberg. One down. Greenberg making a nice pickup out of the dirt. And away that brings up Medley, the Cardinal left fielder, a right-handed hitter. With Collins on deck. Rojo's wind up for the first pitch to Medley. Power. He was ducking that one. It hit his back. Two balls are sent, one strike to the count on Medley. So starts the old wind up to the next one. Here's the pitch. And a foul ball going down the first baseline. Greenberg is going after it, but not a chance to get to that one. Just a little bit out of his reach. They count as two strikes on Medley. New ball toss in, two strikes to the count. Medley went over to exchange back. Two strikes, one man down, nobody on. And this is the first half of the eighth inning. Back to the batter's box, throws on the mound, getting a signal from Conklin. Winding up to the pitch. Two strikes to the count, here it comes. Ball outside and low, one ball and two strikes. Ball and two strikes. That's the old wind-up for the next pitch. Here it is. And a foul. To the right of the plate, going up on top of the stand. And the count is still two strikes and one ball on that one. Another new one falls out. The road standing back of the mound, rubbing the cloth off of the ball. Comes in on the mound to get his signal. Winding up. Here's the pitch. And another foul. Back against the screen. Still two strikes and one ball. This is the first half of the eighth inning, and the same ball leading five score, four to three. So it's coming in on the rubber again. Gets his signal, winding up for the pitch. Starts to... There it is. And it's a ground ball. Down to Greenport. Greenport comes up for it, and he is out at first. Greenport unassisted. That's two down. Two down, and Rip Collins, the Cardinal first baseman, is up. Left-handed hitter. That is, batting left-handed against Rose. Two away. This is the first half of the eighth inning. Getting a signal from Thompson, winding up to the first pitch to Collins. Ball it was high. One ball is a count on Rip Collins. Goes on the mound again. Up for the next one. Here's the pitch. And a foul. Up on top of the stand to the left of the plate. One strike and one ball is a count on Collins. One ball and one strike. With two down, nobody on the last, or rather the first half of the eighth inning. And here's the next pitch to Collins. Strike two. Swung at it. Two strikes to the count. Two strikes and one ball. Those starts his wind up again for the next pitch. Out of power. End of the stand to the left of the plate. Now remains the same two strikes and one ball. Another new one in. This is the first half of the eighth inning. Taylor leading by score four to three. 
Lonnie back at Lonnie comes in on the rubber again to get his signal from the captain. Two strikes and one ball as it counts. He's winding up. Here's the pitch. And it's a fly ball. Going down back to third base. Marvin Owen going back after it. And he makes the catch out in short left. Back to third. For a third out. Retiring the side. The first half of the eighth inning shows no runs, no hits, and no errors. On the score reads St. Louis 4, Detroit 3, going into the last half of the eighth. And Mickey Cochran is scheduled to be the first hitter for the Tigers. Gary on deck, and Johnson in the hole. Got their three big guns up this inning. Cochran has had three hits out of three trips. He was batting there in the seventh when White was thrown out attempting to steal second. The last half of the eighth inning, Becky Cochran will be the first hitter. Aldean is on the mound, warming up with Delancey. Cochran is throwing out to the plate. There goes Delancey, throw down the plate at second base. Teams are fighting hard for this game. The Cardinals win, it means they're tied up with the Tigers, and they fight the deciding game tomorrow. The Tigers win, it's all over with, and they will be the new world champion. Mickey Cochran at the plate, left-handed hitter. Dean's on the mound, getting a signal from Delancey. Starts the old wind-up for the first pitch. Strike one called on Cochran. One strike in the count. Cochran has been at the plate three times, and he has three hits. Singles in the first third, and six. Dean starts his wind-up for the next one. And it's a ground ball going down to Frick. Frick comes up with it. He's out at first. Frick to Collins. Or the initial out. That's been grounded out. Frick to Collins. One away. And that brings up Charlie Geringer, the Tiger second baseman. Geringer scored a run in the sixth inning. He had a little easy roller back to Paul Dean. Paul Dean let it go between his legs. And it resulted in a couple runs before the inning was over. Left-handed hitter. Dean starts his wind up for the pitch. Here's the first one. And it's a ground ball. Going down toward right. Frick goes after it. And he's safe. Safe at first. Beat it out. One infield hit. Frick went back on the ground. Made a quick throw, but Geringer beat it by a fraction. Geringer on first base. One down. And Goslin is up. Is up. Back to left fielder, left-handed hitter. All Dean on the mound getting set. Here's the pitch. Frank, he's going at it. One strike of the count on Garza. Getting it on first base. One down. This is the last half of the eighth inning. All Dean on the mound again, getting a signal from Delancey. For the next one, the score is four to three, St. Louis. This is the last half of the eighth. Aldean's on the mound set. There he turns and makes the throw over to first base. Ball's back into Dean. He's on the mound again. Another throw to first. Geringer was back. Plenty to serve. On the mound, getting set for the pitch. Here it comes. And it's a drive. Out to right field. Very hit. Very hit. And Geringer pulls up at third. Wildman singles to right center. Sending Geringer to third. And that brings up Rogel. 
Brings up Rogar. Tiger got some. Time to call for the moment. Cardinal Cole Conference with me. Rogel up. Look at her batting left handed against Paul E.
He is fired and trained by Orsatti, who has gone out once to the infield from third base to first, has slid out once to left and slid out to center. Following Orsatti, we have DeRocher, who has gone out from third to first, singled once, doubled once, and scored both times that he got hit. At the present time, the hits are even, Dean and Rowe each having given seven hits. Dean, I believe it is, 2, 4, 6, 7, 2, 4, 6, 7. Rowe has given 8 hits, Dean has given 7. Of Rowe's 54 runs have scored, of Dean's 53 runs have scored. The man at the top right now is Delancey. First ball tip to Delancey, he swings at it for strike one. One strike to Delancey, catcher, who's hitting left-handed. Delancey was a switch batter during the year, but since the season got near the end, he began to hit left-handed. Next ball is a slow one coming down and nipping the outside corner at the hip for strike two. Two strikes to the round piece. Low takes his left hand from Cotton. Ready for the ball to six. The round piece swings at that one for strike three. Three six balls and he's down. Which makes the fourth strikeout for Rowe this afternoon. Next man coming to bat is Old Sotty, the center fielder. We have told you what he has done at bat today. Right now it's uh, one man down. Nobody on. Old Sotty at bat. First of the ninth, and 43 in favor of St. Louis Cardinals. First ball tip to Winnie Falls at back to the left of the plate, up into the upper deck. And it's strike one. One strike to Winnie O'Cardi. Low takes a new ball, rubs it up fairly. Steps out of the line and gets his time to pitch down to O'Cardi, and he's down there waiting for it. Here's the pitch. The ball goes back in the farther, back towards second base, passes behind second base, and goes for a single. O'Cardi singles to center field. Making hit number nine off the pitching of Rowe. Man on first base, Joe Rocher coming to bat. Orsatti singles to center with one down. The man on base, Joe coming to bat. Right hand hitter waiting for Rowe to pitch the first one, which comes in a little bit wide for the ball. That's to make the first throw toward first base, but Orsatti comes back and overthrows me. Rocher watching for another one to come in here. Those structures look for it first, where I thought he's taking the lead. Here's the pitch. There goes the ball down toward right field. Looks like it's going far. It does. A hard foul line drive. And Orsani limps all the way around the third. And that's that ankle he's had since the first game. Orsani went to third, but he's on his way back across the infield now. Going over to first base. So we're going to line drive foul way down right field foul line. Fielders again taking their places. Rush Top has just come in to say a few words to Lowe. Now he's starting back to his position. He's playing over deep toward the second base. Ready for the pitch to the Rocher. Runner on first, one down. Here's the pitch. With the bat back toward second base. It goes for a hit. Orsani comes over to second base. He starts for third. The throw is coming down to first base. He comes in at the bag and clips his leg badly as he goes into it. But swings around and gets up as the ball is missed on the throw. The ball came in and just as he got there. Now he's down on his hands and knees with his head on his hands. He had barely twisted that leg quite badly as he went in. The Rocher, on a throw down to third base, went out over the second. We have a man on second, a man on third, one man down. The Rocher is given credit for a single. He goes down to second base on the throw to third. The man is safe on the throw to third. The ball coming in, back against Owen's arm, and bouncing off over the foul line. We have a man on second, a man on third, Paul Dean coming to bat with one man down. The score... Ball to three in favor of the St. Louis Cardinals in the first half of the night. Paul Dean has laid down a sacrifice, single once this afternoon. Gone out once to the infield. First baseman on the fifth. He swings at the first ball pitch slip. Infield playing in close for a play at the plate with one down and two on. 
Runners on second and third, taking their lead. All teams ready for order six. He hits one down toward the second baseman. The throw is made to the plate, and the runner is called out at the plate as he comes dashing in. We have Ostati out at the plate. On a throw from second baseman, Gary Now to capture Cochran. On the plate, Rocha moves over to third. Caldine is safe on first base on the fielder's choice. That makes two men down and brings the head of the batting list, Mr. Martin, up the bat. Pepper Martin, who has had one single this afternoon, flied out to right. Has also gone out to the third baseman on a fly and has gone out from second to first. St. Louis has a man in scoring position over on third base. Two down, a man on first base, and Martin coming to bat. Martin coming up to bat. Joel gets his side to pitch to Pepper Martin. Just as he got the sign, we find Captain Cochran stepping back and commencing to talk to umpire Clint. Cochran hurt himself at first base this afternoon, and he was jarred pretty heavily that time when Osati threw his body against as he came in. Lost the chance of force in doing that, hitting the plate and making the man drop the ball at the same time, but Mickey's too good a catcher for that. Man on first, man on third, two down on Martin at that. Roll gets better to pitch. Swing time. Lances over his left shoulder towards first, where Dean is leading. Here's the pitch. Up the Martin takes a fast strike, hooking the outside corner just above the knees. Strike one. One strike to the old couple, perhaps. Runner on third, starts his lead. Here's the pitch. He started for that one, changed his mind and took it low. Ball on and strike on the Martin. Martin at bat with DeRocher on third, Paul Dean over on first, and two down. In the first half of the night. Low swing, looks toward first. Here's a pitch to Pepper Martin. He calls one high up into the stands, and it's ball run and strike two. The pitch is out ahead of it. The new baseball is shot in immediately. Starts on throwing the ball in. Low steps back, loves the ball a little bit. Turns his back to the hitter. Much the same manner that Jazzy Vance does. When he's pitching, he's taking his time, pitching a cautious game. A one-run lead, you know, doesn't mean an awful lot. He doesn't want it to get any bigger. Watches the bat, man on first and first, two down, watch for the pitch, and it comes. Up the Martin swings at it for strike three, you're out. Two strikeouts for him this inning, brings his strikeout record now up to five. Martin strikes the out of the way. So in the first half of the ninth inning, for the St. Louis Cardinals, we have no run, two hits, there were no errors, and there were two men left in the base. Coming to bat on the last half of the ninth, we're going to see if these Tigers who are famous for their last inning rallies, can do it again. That's what the card up here is yelling for. It's the hometown card for the Tigers. This inning tells the tale. If one run comes in, it's a tie. If more than one run comes in, it means that the Tigers have the World Series. All to themselves. If no runs come in, it goes into a tie on games and they have to play again tomorrow. The first man coming to bat should be Greenberg. He has struck out once, hard out once to the shortstop, and has had one single, which drove in a run. First man at bat, I beg your pardon, I have my thumb on Greenberg and calling him into the ball. Owen comes to bat. He's tried out once to center, going out twice to the infield. Owen coming to bat. In the last of the ninth, Paul Dean ready to pitch that ball down to him. Takes the first one wide and high. Ball one. Ball run to Owen. Dean has his left side from the last seat. The top started to cough it up. Owen takes the smack at it. Not the high foul over near first base. It looks like it might go into the crowd. It does. 
Into the second row of box seats in the upper tier. Making the call now, ball one and strike one. Delancey throws the ball to Pepper Martin. Pepper throws the ball to Dirty Dew. So Paul D. Getting these Dews mixed up again.
Two errors committed and six men left for the bases. While the Tigers have three runs, seven hits, one error, and six men left for the bases. That ends the ball game, and it throws it into a tie again. Each team having three games. They're going to have another ball game tomorrow from this same spot. Looks to me as if Ted Husing is ready to talk about what's been going on. I'll turn it over to Ted. Thank you very much, Pat. The broadcast of this game has been sent to you by the Ford Motor Company, builders of Ford and Lincoln cars and Ford trucks. You are cordially invited to be their guests again tomorrow when the World Series battle is resumed here at Navin Field, Detroit. And in the meantime, watch the Fords go by. I'm going to turn the microphone back to Pat in just a second because Pat has been keeping a summary of the game and its highlights. There's nothing much more to add from this side of the field because Pat has all that information right at his fingertips and probably can look his score chart over to give you the highlight of the ninth inning. This, of course, is done for the late tuner inners who might have missed the game or who might just be able to get back to the radio listening post on time and on occasion. And here you are, Pat, for the summer. Okay, Fred, I have a ladies and gentlemen, the most interesting thing about the game the fact that there has been better fielding in this game than we have seen in any of the others, particularly in the outfield, of course, with the exception of that marvelous white catch yesterday by Joe Joe White. But I think the way the scoring was done might bring it back to you if he has not been able to listen to the entire game. In the first half of the first innings, Martin flies to Owen, Rothrock doubles to right, Frisch flying to Owen, who made a very nice catch. Rothrock was safe going back to second, although the throw was made up at that point. Patrick came up and singled Rothrock in with the first run, and he went down to second himself on the throat of the plate, making the score one to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. The next scoring came in the last half of the third when Detroit came to bat, White walked, and went down to second when Frisch dropped Delancey's throw as he attempted to steal. He got up and continued the third when nobody picked the ball up, and it was given as an error on the second baseman. Cochran singles to the infield, and White scored, tying the thing at one-to-one. Then, Geringer flies to Rothrock. There was no more scoring until the first half of the fifth, when the guard came to bat, and DeRocher singles to Geringer. He the ball off his glove, but he made a single, back in second. A nice stop by Mr. Geringer, but nothing was done about it, also at first. All being sacrificed to Greenberg, Martin singled and scored DeRocher, and then he continued on to second on the throat of the plate and went over to third on Gosman's arrow when he made a wide throw to the plate, making his quarter 2-1 to one at that point. Rothrock went out from Rogel to Greenberg. Martin came in and scored at the infield out, putting the cards ahead 3-1. to one. And then Frisch, to end that half of the inning, fouled off to Cochran. The next scoring was in the last half of the sixth inning. At that time, the Tigers came to bat and White walked again. Cochran singled and White went to third in the first pitch. The tying runs were then on base, Geringer was safe on Dean's error on a slow roller that he left low between his feet. White came in and scored, and Geringer went to first base, Cochran moving to second, making the score 3-2. Then Gosman popped a bunt to the catcher, who got Cochran at third base on a throw over from Delancey to Martin. Geringer moved to second in the infield out. Gosman went to first and was safe on the fielder's choice. Rogel flies towards Sonny. Geringer moves over to third after that deep fly to center. Greenberg came up and singled to left, scoring Geringer and bringing the point up to three to three times. Gosman went to second. Greenberg was on first. Owen went out from DeRoche over to Collins. In the sixth inning. In the seventh inning, the score that really went the ball game for the St. Louis Cardinals was brought in in this way. Orsani came up and slides to Gosman. 
DeRocher snapped a double out toward right center. Then Paul Dean, the pitcher, actually won his own ball game by singling and scoring DeRocher, making the score 4-3, which is the final. Martin tried to Fox, and Rothrock went out from Owen to Greenberg. Those were all the scoring chances, ladies and gentlemen, during the game. The final score, four runs, ten hits, two errors, and six left-hand bases for the St. Louis Cardinals. For the Tigers, three runs, seven hits, one error, and six left-hand bases. We have Rowe giving ten hits, four runs, striking out five. His opponent, Paul Dean, gave seven hits, three runs, struck out four, and walked two. I believe it's time to turn the microphone back to Ted Husey, who will give you some of the highlights of this game, and then we'll see you again tomorrow. Right? Thank you very much, Pat. There's just one highlight that I want to give, and that is that records are going into the book. And when I say into the book, I mean Charlie White's Little Red Book, which is the official book that is used by all the press representatives for checking the press uh, records in the major leagues. It's probably the only publication containing the authentic figures of every department of professional baseball, and it's the one that we're quoting every so now and then. In order to give you some idea how quickly those records come up, you'll remember that a new record was set today in center field by outfielder on Saudi in the fifth, when he retired the entire side, catching three of the flies that were popped out into that portion of the ball action. White tied the record for six games with eight walks, a record previously held by Dave Ruth. Of course, as you know, Fish claps four records almost every time he steps to bat. He's now been at bat 192 times in total series play. That is a total of eight series, and the series isn't over yet. He's been at uh, the World Series eight series for 49 games, and of course, playing tomorrow, barring any accident, he will make his 50th game and be way out in front for a number of games played. He has 57 hits in total series, and 45 of them are single. There are many other records that we could give you, but as they come up, we'll pass them on to Frank Lux or Pat Flanagan, whichever the two men happen to be broadcasting. Tomorrow is the concluding day. It's 3-3 and another game at Maven Field Detroit. Now, don't forget, weather permitting, the Ford Motor Company brings you another World Series game tomorrow at exactly 1.15 Eastern Standard Time. Your announcer, Jay Hughes, having followed in the wake of Frank Lux and Pat Flanagan, if you are blast, this is the Columbia Broadcasting System.